Hello and welcome to the Essential B2B podcast, brought to you as ever by Lead Forensic. I am your host, Joe Ducaro. This week I am bringing you part two of the best of the Essential B2B podcast for H1. You'll hear from a plethora of guests all giving top tips and sharing some of the lessons we've learned over the past six months on the podcast. So without further ado, here are more highlights from the Essential B2B podcast from H1 2023. To a webinar. So, so uh, Matthew, if there was one key lesson you would like everybody to take away from this discussion that we've had this afternoon, or whatever time it is, wherever you're watching this from, uh, what would that one key piece of advice be? Don't forget about the companies that aren't ready for you yet. Absolutely. I suppose if it is that, you know, the 90% margin that we are estimating, that's still quite a lot of people, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And and, and that, that 90% is likely to become the 10% at some point. So by the time they become that 10%, you want them to already be thinking about you and know who you are and think you're wonderful um, and be excited to work with you. If there's one golden rule that you would like everybody who's watching this to go away and think about when it comes to branding, what is that golden rule for you? Put you on the spot now. So, yeah, <laughs> the, um, storytelling and remembering that it's it's always uh, it's always humans that we're, we're dealing with. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with a brand, a, a business or wherever it is, it's, it's always the human that you have to appeal to. And so, Again, in, in polar, like the idea that we are one, we have this saying we're one polar. Um, it means like we're one organism, one team. We have to move in the same direction. We have to read from the same book. And again, going back to the storytelling, the idea, the collaboration between marketing and sales is linked because if we, if marketing come up with the right story, the sales believe in and can, can easily pitch to prospects. Well, then again, that helps them to appeal to the human emotion on the other end. Philip, my final question for you is uh, if there was one tip you'd like, one takeaway you'd like the listeners to take away from this conversation, what would that top tip be? Mm -hmm. One tip that I'd say to everyone before you go into conversation, whether at work or outside of work, make sure you are in the right mindset. It's one thing that I do every single time, I just shake my body before any meeting, just shake every single part of my body. And that way, you're there fully present with that other person. If you're present, you can, you can have the most beautiful conversation. If you're not present to think about other stuff, it's very hard. So make sure to shake out your body just one or two minutes before that next meeting and you'll see how much impact it can have on your conversations. So Clark, can you give us some tips on how you would get started using AI, particularly for you know, a B2B business at all? Mm. So there are lots of good ways into this. I understand that it, feels like it's one of those strange situations it feels like you could do anything so you end up doing nothing because a lot of the things that you read will say it's just down to your imagination or you know literally anything is possible now and there are a lot of people thinking well i haven't really played with this kind of tool before i don't really know where i'm going with it 
And you go in and I've actually found it when I think when I first got access to chat GPT, but then oh, nothing to ask this thing. What, what do I want to know? I, and then I started just asking the questions like, you know, who's going to play at left wing for Leeds United this Saturday? And I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, okay. So, but even, you know, I should be thinking about these things more. I was like, okay, so it's not like a magic eight ball. Doesn't know anything about the future. How can it help me? And you, you probe around a little bit. One of the things that I found really helpful with it is as, as marketers at any business, whether it's B2B, whether it's small, whether it's huge business, just as individual marketers trying to think about how this technology works, there are two big ways to do it. The first and certainly the easiest way is go into the, the tool, go into say ChatGPT, go into Dolly 2 or Stable Diffusion, the, the image ones, and think about something that you would like it to do, something you would love to achieve. It could just be Say you write a newsletter. Actually, yeah, oh, newsletter. Maybe I should be using it. <laughs> you've got a newsletter, and you're trying to think of five angles for a story. So you just put in, start off really basic. Start with the shortest version you can. Say brainstorm five ideas on this topic for my newsletter, and look at the output. And then you'll see, okay, so it doesn't understand my audience. Doesn't know anything about that. It doesn't know anything about my newsletter those topics are way too broad. So you might go in and refine it and say, I write a technology newsletter for marketing executives, come up with five ideas on this topic, but go beyond the obvious cliches and then use the examples that it gave you. And it'll go a little bit weirder with them after that. And you can even say, well, are those popular topics at the minute with my audience? And it might go and fetch you some information about those. And you can go down that path and see what are the little modifiers in the prompt that will help you understand how it's working in the background, because then you can get a lot more done with this. And even come up with template prompts that you use and you can share with your team and say, right, if you're looking to brainstorm, say this, this is how it understands who we are and what we do, and it'll get you the results you need. The second thing though, and I think this is much more powerful, I think this is what has really, really helped me build using these tools actually, is research the APIs. So they have documentation on the APIs on OpenAI, and it is very, very clear. It gives you lots of use cases, and it says, you can use the technology that powers things like ChatGPT and like Dolly. It's open for you to use as well. What those tools are, is just a user interface. ChatGPT is a slightly different API that isn't open to the public yet, but it will be soon. And what they're doing is they're essentially wrapping it up we call it an api wrapper it just wraps the api call into something that a user with no programming experience can just type in oh how do i brainstorm five ideas if you're only using it that way the ideas that you come up with will probably be let's make a chat box or let's make a content creation machine or whatever else if you think about it the other way around which is i've got a challenge i need to solve it could OpenAI help me get there? Then you can look at what the APIs can help you do and figure mm -hmm. out new ways to get to that point. So what I would advise people to do as a way into this, beyond reading just that documentation, it's short, it's easy to use, it's step-by-step, -step, and anyone can just get started. It will generate an API key for you, and then you can go away, input that, and if you get stuck, do what I do. Just ask ChatGPT. <laughs> I'm trying to do this using your API. It's not working. <laughs> How do I fix it? And it will it will literally tell you exactly what to do. And if it doesn't work, come back and just keep trying. And I, I have it open all day. And if I hit a snag with coding, 
I will just copy and paste the error into ChatGPT, and it will write code that will get me out of that error. You know, that's that's how helpful it can be. But before you dive into all of that, look at your day-to-day -day work. Look at what you're, say, trying to do for the next quarter, for example, and just pick one thing. So it could be the emails that you're writing. Could you get those drafted using ChatGPT and pull that into your, your Gmail so that it would be there and you could just edit it and send it? Or do you need to research uh, 10 new prospects? Okay, how could you use Google Sheets with the OpenAI API to go and fetch information about these companies? Because you could just type in the name of the company, hit enter, and it would go and find everything you need and populate the spreadsheet for you. So all of these things are really possible at the moment. But the best way to get into it is think of something you really want to do, and then you will be curious enough to get to the end point. You can look at my LinkedIn and my Twitter. I've shared a couple of things I've built just in the last two days with interactive marketing personas and image generation and, and things like that, just for training purposes so I can show people how to use these APIs. But it, it was amazing for me working through that process. It made me realize this is the best way in. Pick a problem, use ChatGPT to help you out, read the documentation, and then you'll be able to build something. And, and you don't need to code. You don't need to do anything like that at all. You just need a bit of curiosity and an idea. One top tip that you'd like people to take away today from this chat that mm, occurs to you. That's another great question, Joe. One top tip is I would suggest to really take care of oneself. Not in a selfish way. I'm not here for anybody anymore but in a sort of generous way. Be generous with yourself if you want to, if you need to rest, if you need to go out, go out. If you need to eat that piece of chocolate, go and eat it without guilt. The world is pretty hard on us, right? And there's all this anxiety about politics and environment and all that kind of things. I'm, we are aware of the rise of mental issues, mental health issues. Let's take good care of ourselves because if we don't, we won't be able to be helpful to anyone around us. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that refresher of just a few of the things we learn on the podcast this year. Remember to subscribe to the Essential B2B podcast and give us a five-star rating where possible. We'll be back next week with another Essential B2B podcast.